You've survived the worst. Trauma, loss, rejection. The reality is, your pain can be a crutch, or it can be the thing that launches you. You're listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you experience true freedom and breakthrough. Tune in each week as guests share their incredible life lessons from their personal stories and hear from experts who can give you the tools you need to stop surviving and start thriving. Here to help you find purpose through your pain is your host, Joseph James. Hello and welcome to this episode of Purpose Through Pain. Forgiveness, what is it? How can we achieve it? What aspects of it can hurt us in the long run if we carry around unforgiveness? Well, we've all been through that. We've all been through this. We've all had that experience where somebody has hurt us by the actions or words of another person. Perhaps a parent, perhaps a business transaction or a colleague that you worked with. Perhaps a partner had an affair or cheated on you. We've all had at some point in time in our life a traumatic experience, maybe even a car accident, maybe something that has left you traumatized from an experience that's happened in life. Well, these wounds can leave lasting feelings throughout our life, throughout relationships that we start all over, throughout going from one job to another, and can leave us to a point of holding resentment maybe even developing anger issues or vengeance towards somebody or something. When we don't practice forgiveness, we eventually are the ones that pay for it in the long run. We feel like it's justified by acting angry. When I was a young child growing up in an abusive home, my dad, you know, not only did he abuse my mom and my siblings, but if there's one thing that my, my siblings would agree that I got the most of from any of them was the discipline from my dad. Now, discipline went beyond just the normal, if I talked back or if I did something wrong, I got a spanking. It went way beyond that into beatings, regardless of what I may have done or not. My dad started at that level. And so when you start at the level of spanking, where do you go from there? And so over a period of time of constantly being berated and just no matter what I did, it always seemed to have, I'm guilty of something. I really started to develop a spirit of anger within myself. I hated people because if they talked to me a certain way, it reminded me of my dad. If I did something wrong, I always felt the need to apologize. If I looked at somebody wrong or said something wrong. I was always trying to look for their approval. And all that did was just lead me to deeper unforgiveness, not only of the person, but within myself. And so when those things begin to rise up more and more, everything was a trigger because with the relationship with my dad that I had, it didn't matter if I, I, I was playing baseball with him in the uh, outside backyard, I would do something wrong and I didn't catch the ball the right way, or I didn't stand the right way, or I jumped out of the way of the ball. And then everything became an issue. And so no matter what I did, I was always on a defense mechanism or a defense attitude, so to say, that no matter what I did, I was always wrong. And so I always had to feel like I justify, I have to justify myself. Okay. And those things led to me being angry. 
angry towards other people, angry towards my sisters, angry towards my brother, angry towards my mom, angry to just anybody and everybody that was in contact with my life, that I had contact with. And I began to follow in the footsteps of my father. I wouldn't punch people, I wouldn't hit people, but I would take out my anger on things, okay? I would punch the walls, I would you know, do things in the house that would cause damage, or I would yell and scream at somebody because it was just rising up in me to the point that even though I never acted in violence towards anybody else, I had that raging inside of me. And I can remember growing up in this family, we lived in North Carolina, which is for clarification reasons, uh, south of the Mason-Dixon line, so I am from the south. And so I, we had guns in the house. We had firearms. We grew up with firearms, okay? But my mom felt the need to hide them from me simply because she thought that I would use those towards my dad. Now, I never had that thought of doing that. Now, that also being said, in reaction towards something that my dad did one time, I chased after him with a baseball bat or I walked after him. He was walking down the stairs and I grabbed the bat and I was going to hit him with it because I was so mad. I was angry inside. I was... I had bitterness, I had resentfulness, and it was just leading down to an unhealthy relationship that I had with anybody. And ultimately, why was it? Because I didn't have, I wasn't living in a place of forgiveness within myself of why my dad was acting that way. And I will agree with anybody out there that when you're in the situation itself, when you're in the middle of a toxic relationship, when you're in the middle of a bad environment at work or toxic environment work or an abusive, you know, verbally abusive, physically abusive, emotionally abusive friendships, relationships, partnerships, you know, with a loved one, whether this is family or even somebody that you're, you're dating or being going to be getting married to or are in marriage, it can be very hard to walk in a state or a mindset of forgiveness while you're in it. Now, as a child, I couldn't get out of it. I, I you know, I, you were, I was scared to death to run away. And where was I going to go? To the neighbor's house so they can call mom and dad? No, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. Okay. But I had so much bitterness within me that the only way I knew how to act out was act out verbally and in, in, in anger. Okay. And those things really dug deep in my soul and in my heart and I remember being extremely ugly to so many people where it was affecting my lifehood. I was listening to the wrong people. I was talking to the wrong people. I was listening to the wrong music, which was definitely definitely an infiltration of my spirit. And I began to hate my father. I began to hate everything about him because nothing was ever good enough in his eyes. Nothing was ever that met his approval, no matter what I did. I can make straight A's and it still wasn't good enough because I made an A minus instead of an A plus. I remember one particular time dad had told my brother and I to sit down for 30 minutes or however long the time was and to study, okay? And this had already been after he had beat us about something or, or whatever the case is. And I remember my dad walking outside and it was almost like a sigh of relief of, oh, my dad is leaving, okay? And I remember looking out the window to see if he was leaving so I can have this mental break of my dad being there, and he didn't leave. He actually came back inside, and he immediately grabbed me up by the hair of my head and threw me to the ground. 
And he's like, I saw you looking out the window when I told you to study. And so no matter what I did, even as a young child, I was always going through these things that just built, uh, just made the resentment and the bitterness and the unforgiveness and the hatred, the anxiety, I'm sure my blood pressure and so many other, even my self-esteem be constantly in a roller coaster because of what I was subjective to. And even my, my, my family as well. It wasn't just me. And so I began to hold a grudge. I started hating my dad. I didn't like how he was treating us. And there was nothing I can do about it except for just distance myself from my dad and then be angry at everybody else because I couldn't take it out of my dad. He was six foot, 200 pounds. I was four foot nothing and barely 80 pounds, okay? And this is even in high school. And so because of that, I had nothing to do. I had nowhere to, to put my emotions. I didn't know how to channel my emotions as a kid. You know, nobody thought about therapy as a, as a child like we do nowadays, okay? I don't know if that, I'm sure I had acts of depression or moments of depression, I don't ever feel that I was depressed, but then again, I don't know. I'm eight, nine, 10, 11 years old at the time. And it was one thing that my mom and my younger or my older sister used to say to me all the time or say about me, it's like, you're gonna be just like your dad. You're gonna be just like your dad. You're gonna be just like your dad. And the one day came when I went to join the Marine Corps. I'm now 17 years of age and I go and enlist in the Marine Corps and it dawned on me, I'm like, I'm walking in the footsteps of my dad. I am doing the exact same thing. I'm treating people with hatred. I am being ugly to people, being ugly to my sister, being ugly to my, my niece at the time that was born. And I just, it was controlling my life. Every bit about it was controlling my life. But even before I was able to get out of the environment, I knew that I had to do something within myself because I knew I just didn't want to be like this person. Because ultimately, I was hurting so many other people around me. I was doing things that I shouldn't have been doing. I was, not only was I hurting people or being hurt, I was hurting other people. People that loved me and that trusted me. They weren't causing the issue. Now, my dad was a big contributor of this issue. But ultimately, the issue was with inside of me because I didn't know how to process it. I came up with the anger. I came up with the bitterness. I came up with the unforgiveness. I came up with the grudge. I came up with all the things that were going inside of me. Even though my dad was the contributor to those things, he wasn't causing me to be angry. Yes, the, the spankings, the beatings, that was a result or that produced you know my anger. But my dad at that time, what I didn't realize until later on in life is he was ultimately doing what he thought he was supposed to do. Now he's like, how in the world can somebody sit there and beat a child or discipline a child or do things to a child that we sit there and know it's like common sense would tell you you're not supposed to do that. But when you start off at a certain level, and I always use this example, if you've always eaten filet mignon, you'll never want hot dogs, okay? And if you're always eating filet mignon, you never want to go anything less than that. So you're always looking to go up filet mignon, maybe a New York strip, maybe go to a Brazilian restaurant where you get some of the best quality meats. Okay. So you never, you never go down because it will never appease your appetite. Okay. So that's what happens. That's what I understood happened when 
you're in an abusive relationship, you know, or it me, uh, an abusive family. Okay. My dad couldn't go back because what would it do? I'm going to take away your bicycle because if spankings don't work, I know taking away your bicycle won't work. And that was his mentality because ultimately that's how my dad was raised. Now, how do we get to that point of forgiving someone? How do we get to that point of letting go of grudges where we can improve our health and peace of mind? Because here's what forgiveness can lead to. Forgiveness can lead to a healthier relationship, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, or hostility, lower the blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, and believe it or not, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, improved self-esteem. And why is it that we need to do those things so we can honestly not just have a better lifestyle within ourselves, but that we can also, number one, bring healing to ourselves. Nobody out there on the face of this earth can ultimately heal you. Now, I am a man of faith. You guys know that. Or if you haven't listened, I am a man of faith. And I believe that God all day long can bring healing to us. And he can use people to help orchestrate those things or lead us in a direction. But ultimately, we have to make the decision ourselves, within ourselves to be healed. Nobody else can make that decision for us. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He does not force himself on us. He gives us that free will and that, and that choice to make those decisions. Being hurt by somebody can cause a lot of damage within us. Having an unforgiving spirit, like I said earlier, can bring anger and bitterness in, different, in every relationship or even with a new experience. We can become wrapped up in the wrong that we enjoy, that we can't even enjoy the present. We can become depressed and anxious. We can feel like life lacks meaning and purpose and that we're in all odds against us, even with our spiritual beliefs. We lose valuable and enriching connectedness with others. So how do I reach that place? How do I get to that place of forgiveness? Number one, you have to make the mental decision to say, I don't want to be like this anymore. I'm going to keep it really, really raw and simple. You have to come to the mindset of this is not how I want to live my life. Number one, we may not understand the effects of what unforgiveness does to our heart, our blood pressure, our self-esteem, but think about it for a second. Is this the way you want to act towards people? Not just the one that caused it, but towards people because we don't just, even though we say we're angry at an individual, we take it out on other people. We may not recognize it, but sit those people down and say, hey, am I acting hateful towards you? Am I acting resentful towards you? Am I being bitter? Because even in when you, you take those things into places, let's say a new relationship, you get into a new relationship and you're still having resentment in your heart because somebody cheated on you, or maybe they just lied to you about something. Maybe it was something maybe small in something in one area, but maybe even up to being big in another area. And we carry that into that new relationship. We automatically think that that person's going to do it to us. I've heard this comment say, all men cheat. Well, no, all men don't. All men are liars. Well, no, all men aren't. All women are liars. No, they're not. All women are cheaters. No, they're not. Okay. But does it take a level of trust? The problem with trust is the fact that It's not that women can't trust men or men can't trust women. We don't trust ourselves to make the right decision to be able to let somebody else in in our life. And the reason why we get to that point is because when somebody has hurt us, we don't immediately go into a state or a mindset of forgiveness. We go into a mindset of, I can't believe this happened. I'm a victim. I can't believe they did this to me. 
why am I not enough? Why would this person cheat on me? What's wrong with me? And we play that victim, or we go through that victim mentality or that victim mindset of everything is wrong with us. And you have to come to that point saying, you know what? I don't want to be like this. I don't want to carry these things into a new relationship because it will be toxic. It will completely be toxic. And you may even ruin a relationship that Maybe God divine, maybe this is the person set out for you. And there's so many great things about the two of you, but because you're carrying the old baggage, you're carrying the unforgiveness and the hurt and the pain and the sorrow and the bitterness and the vengeance and everything else that comes along with forgiveness or even the pain that you experience, you're bringing that into a new relationship or maybe even a new job where you're setting yourself and the other person up for failure. So how do I reach that state? Number one, you have to come to the point and understanding of, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to act like this anymore. You need to recognize the value of forgiveness and how can it improve your life. Another thing, you need to identify what healing, what needs healing and who needs to be forgiven and for what. There's one thing that I've realized over the last couple months of my life is there are some answers that you will never get to questions in life. Maybe in the relationship, and this is something I experienced in a relationship is somebody did something to me, this person did something to me and I didn't understand why. And I wanted to ask the questions. I really wanted to point the fingers, tell them how wrong they were because I'm hoping that by pointing the fingers, they would justify why they did it. And time went on and things didn't work out for that period of time. And I had to come to the self, I'm like, if I'm going to make anything work in my own life for the future, regardless if it happens with this person or not, is I have to come to the realization that it's not about them, it's about me. And what I mean by that is, if I am being triggered by somebody doing something, what is it within me that I'm not healed of? If you're in a relationship right now and you are constantly going through the battle of arguments and disagreements and this person triggered me or I don't like this about this person, is it really the individual that you're with or is it you? And I'd like to highly say that it's you yourself. And the reason why I say that is because I went through it. All the things that person was doing when I started to realize and go through my own internal healing, I realized it wasn't them at all. It was just something within me that I didn't like. It was a trigger, something that somebody else did in my life that when they did it, it reminded me of the past. And so I immediately held it against them. Or for me, it was, I was caught in the crossfire. And I know this person wasn't directing things at me. It's just they weren't healed and neither was I. And so I had to come to that point in my life of what needs healing in my life. Another thing is I sought out therapy. I sought out professional therapy to help me understand what I was going through and what I needed to address. Another point, acknowledge my emotions about the harm done to myself and how they affect my behavior. And I had to work to release them. And when I was able to get to those three or four things right there, then I was able to get to a point of forgiving the person that offended me. And for me, because I am a faith-based individual, I believe in God is I had to come to the point of forgiving that person first, even though I wasn't healed within me. Because by forgiving them first, that allowed me to open up my heart, mind, and soul to be healed within myself. And that is what brought me to the place where I'm at now is that I can walk in true forgiveness of my father. Now my father's passed away, he passed away 22 days prior to my wife. 
he died my best friend. And after my mom passed away and feeling that I wished it was my dad, he apologized. He came to my brother and two sisters and I and apologized for the way he acted, for the way that he treated us, for the way that he treated mom. And I could immediately be like, you know what? You should have known this. You were a grown adult. I don't accept your apology. And though I didn't forget what all he had done to us, I was, it softened me just enough to make entry into my heart. Be like, you know what? I hear the sincerity. Maybe you've heard the apology time and time and time again. I encourage you to, to accept that apology. I encourage you to listen to it. And people are so quick to be like, well, I want to see your actions. Words don't mean anything. I want to see your actions. Have you ever asked yourself what your actions are? Have you ever asked yourself how you perceive what they're saying? Have you ever asked yourself, are you giving that person a chance? Because in their heart of hearts, the apology may sincere, may be sincere. In their heart of hearts, they actually may be trying. But if you're living in a heart of unforgiveness and you're living in a mindset of unforgiveness, it doesn't matter even the littlest among things that they do, you're still going to see them for the way you want to see them. I've always said this, if you believe somebody is doing something wrong to you, let's just say cheating, you can look and search enough to where everything in your mind aligns with them doing that, even if they weren't. And so when somebody is trying to change that may have hurt you, if you don't get to a place of saying, you know what, I don't like what you did to me, but I am choosing to forgive you, you'll never get to a place of forgiving yourself. In the last episode, I talked about forgiving ourselves. We have to get to that place. I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But I want you guys to know and understand forgiveness, unforgiveness in your own life can cause a lot of damage within you that can carry on to you from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship, from job to job to job, to friendship, to business transaction, and whatever the case may be. I encourage you guys to go back and listen to this recording and hear what I have to say one more time about forgiveness and the, the, the causes of what happens when we don't forgive, but how yet so easily we can make the choice to forgive. Get to the point of knowing and understanding that you don't want to act this way. I don't want to live in this state of mind anymore. I don't want to hurt anymore. If you're hurting inside, first step, come to the place of being able to forgive someone else. Forgiveness does not mean I have to forget everything they did. Forgiveness may mean different to every single person, but it involves a decision to let go of the resentment and the thoughts of revenge of I have to get back at this person or I have to have all the answers. It's an act that hurt or offended you might always be with you, but forgiveness can lessen its grip on you and help free you from the control of the person who harmed you. Because as long as you're holding unforgiveness in your heart, let me tell you something, they are winning. Who wants to win the battle? Do you? Or are you going to let them win the battle? When you're walking around with unforgiveness and hatred and resentment and anger and bitterness and grudged or being grudged towards someone, they are winning. You're not. They've moved on with their life. They may have done something terribly wrong to you, but you're not winning. So how can you win in life? How can you win from pain and hurt and things that have been caused to you? You win by forgiveness. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Through Pain podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. 
And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to finding true freedom and breakthrough.